Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hey players, it's Paul Purnell here, the creative director of the RPG Empire and Lucas on Strangers in the Pines. Also the keeper for Dust World Neon Cities, if you haven't checked that out. I'm just here to... Tell you a little bit about what's going on. This is our live show. We're really excited to present to you, but also it was our first live show. And even though everything was working perfectly before we hit the record button, after the record button got hit, something went wonky and the audio is a little bit off. So it has been treated and, you know, we've really tried to clean it up, but it's still a little bit on the wonky side. And if that puts you off, I understand you can just skip it while it is sort of canonical. It's not that like integral to the overall story. It's just something fun we did. That being said, the overall quality of season two of Strangers in the Pines will take a nice boost as we have gotten everybody a new microphone so we all match and we'll be recording it just at a better quality. We're really excited about that, really excited about Strangers in the Pines season two, and we are super appreciative that you have been listening this far and listening to me jabber on. One other 
note is that we are looking for some people to help out in our community in the Discord channel. So if you like helping set up little events and keeping people chatting and really just helping build community, uh, go ahead and reach out to us. Um, you can email us at the rpgempire.company at gmail.com or sign up on our Discord and message Paul, that's me, personally, and I will talk to you and we can see what we can work out. So we're looking for a few different people to be a part of our community, uh, kind of like ambassadors. Yeah, so we're really excited for that as well. So thank you so much and let's get on with the live show. About to be crazy. standing in the 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 sort of wood uh, wood line of this estate's backyard and you have followed the uh the drag marks and you now see that now that you've kind of approached this area that more and more drag marks from different from different areas around the woods are coming and coalescing around this manor well this does not look good at all well i mean doesn't look bad drag marks don't you see the drag marks and i start pointing them out to her like very sort of like uh condescendingly here's the drag mark here's a drag mark over here there's some drag marks over there you see all these drag marks going towards this house not a good idea yeah so you were saying that this thing dissolved into this i think you saw that no i think i came up on that uh, you you watched as like as you entered the clearing where this was, you saw it basically for a split second, and then it dissolved in front of you. So you watched it dissolve. Hmm. Uh, does it look like it's dissolving to escape, or dissolving because it died? Um. It looked panicked. You don't know if it was trying to escape, but it definitely didn't form back into anything, and it basically turned into, like, dust. So, it... Did did the dust blow away dramatically? uh, If you wanted to, sure, but you... We wanted to. Then, yes, it blew blew away pathetically. Pathetically, yes. (laughs) It went out with a whimper. Like a candle in the wind. Um, um, but yes, it uh, it sort of, you didn't see it recoil. You don't know if it's dead or if it escaped, but you definitely didn't see it like come back together as you guys were leaving. Okay. Uh, um, I think I'm going to roll Investigate a Mystery Absolutely. because um, I haven't done that enough. I've yet to roll. That's, that's a problem. And this role-playing game. That means you've yet to fail. That's true. Maybe maybe I should just not. <laughs> You're tempting um, fate now. Yeah. Tempt, tempt. Time um, to tempt fate. Oh, Josh, totally spot on in the casting for Midas. That guy would be like the modern day cat, uh, like 1996. Oh, Midas. you get two questions. Ooh. Awesome. I get two questions. Now I have to... I just some behind the scenes. If if some things seem weird right now, my my share keeps deflating. I kid you not. So 
Um, your share? What about why your not? sunny? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> what about my stock? Um, Do you want to turn back time? <laughs> if you could find a way. <laughs> Do you, you know, got your chair, babe? No, sorry. That was okay. So, all right. Um, questions I could ask. I can't find the questions right now. Uh, what happened here and what's about to happen? If those are, I do not know if those are questions. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, what happened here is one. And uh, what can it do? That's interesting. Do? Ooh, interesting. Um, also, I want special credit for not asking what's concealed here, which is my favorite question to ask with investigative mystery, but not this time. Evelyn kind of like uh, winces a little bit, you know, noticing that she has like this wound in her shoulder and kind of um, she uh, also looks at the tree that she had pinned the thing to and noticed that it has like a, a, you know, damage to it from from the spear. So she walks over to the tree and puts her hand on the tree and uses magic. I'll Kill say the tree. This, this scene happened beforehand, but yeah, Romeo used magic because I like the scene. So I'm going to heal one harm from an injury or cure a disease or neutralize a poison. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, heal, I'll heal one harm. Uh, what I'd like to do is also heal the tree. Oh, Not right. hear the idea at all. So what's your, what's your glitch? We'll say that it has a problematic side effect. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you have some fun with that. And, and if... Uh, thematic or like uh, whatever whatever happens in the in the plot i'm taking one harm off of evelyn so you you can determine what happens to the tree maybe it doesn't work or you know whatever but uh yeah so, so what you do is as you heal over the tree you look down and instead of healing your arm with flesh you have healed it with bark cool. and so you will get a minus one on uh actor depression rolls because your arm is now like stiff and has this like patch that doesn't move like flesh and so your actor depression rolls will be harder because you can't react as quickly does it okay. give her plus one armor no just in that one spot just in that one spot dive towards the bullet uh, <laughs> it's like the opposite of an achilles heel yes yeah, exactly um <laughs> But going back to the investigative mystery, what happened here? So from what you can tell from the corpses and uh, or the, the carcasses of the animals and the drag marts is whatever's hunting things and killing things is very obviously taking them into this house. Well, I could gather that much. Question is, is yeah, would I know? I'm... Yeah, I'll give you that. King shit around, you know. This is the house of Byron Penglass. And Byron is one of the older families. uh, The Penglass family is one of the older families in Pine Forge. But they never got as invested or had a like, uh, never had as much of an ability to make money as some of the other families. And so they have always been a little bit resentful of that. And so they are, he's, he is like one of the main detractors against the Woodmores and has this sort of long, fa- long standing grudge against uh, just the Woodmore family for basically getting more money and in his mind being better than the Penglass or thinking they're better than the Penglass family. 
Does he work closely with the loose cloths? Loose cops. Um, they they have some association, yes. Yeah, but I don't think the loose cops were full on anti Woodmore until Conrad and Co. I think they're more like simmering bitterness, but not like active. I don't know. That's that's my headcanon. Conrad being your dad? Yes. Or like, well, he'd be alive now. Like, this would be his generation, right? Mm, So he'd be in his kind of 20s, 20s, 30s now. Get on with it! (laughs) Anyway. uh, So yeah, so this is the pin glass, this is the pin glass estate. Well, I sure hope that Mr. Pinglass isn't trying to sabotage the concert over something as petty as it not being put on by his own family. Do you think that's a possibility, Midas and um, Evelyn? Uh, I don't know much about this man, so I could not say. Fair enough. Your, your guess is as good as mine. These These drag marks definitely lead to the house, so... I usually like uh, handling things directly, but in this case, we might need to be a little bit more stealthy. I don't think I'll be able to talk Mr. Pinglass into cooperation. You not be able to talk someone into cooperation? No, no, get out. Get out of here. No, I, you, no. I, oh, sick what, burn. And I what, put up my hand for a high five. Had those been invented yet? Come on! Yes, yes. We'll have to check. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. In this sick in this bird, world, no, world, but it's high fives. Yes. And the on. word in the world of pine forage, I say yes to high fives always. <laughs> high fives are eternal, baby. I I so, don't know what you mean. The Woodmores are fairly well respected in this town, except for certain quarters. So let's proceed carefully, shall we? And I'm going to kind of skulk over there, but in a confident, I'm badass manner. <laughs> so it's like I'm half up. I don't know. As I like kind of creep over to where this house is. It's like a door, right? Oh, yeah. It's basically like the, there's a large backyard. It's, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been manicured, but it's like... A little starting to get a little bit overgrown. You see, like some of the older structures, like a shed and a gazebo, that are really starting to show their age. Um, but the drag marks are leading to at the back of the uh, of the manor are these two large cellar doors, and the drag marks are leading down to the cellar doors. All right, I'm gonna kind of tiptoe over there and kind of like stand next to it and like gesture to the other two, who I think are probably actually. Hmm. I want to try something. Okay. Um, I have powers. One of them, yeah. I believe, is wind. No, but you do have force. Force. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Which is a type of wind. Force. <laughs> like wind it says wind. force or wind. In my defense. It was Isaac's reaction that got me. Sorry. <laughs> In my defense, it says force or wind. So no, that's case, my bad. It, it, it being force is fine, um, but I can um, I can use some force, and to do that, to use an attack spell, 
I need to do kick some ass. Well, but I have to have some tools and techniques, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So it looks like you have gestures, foci, incantations. And because of advanced arcane training, I need only two of those. So for this, I think I'll use gestures and incantations. And uh, so I'm going to um, kind of uh, put, stretch out my hands, putting one palm over my hand, almost like I'm pushing down on something, but it's invisible. And you're going to start muttering. Well, that's an incantation. It's a good well, one. That was half of that was half of one. What's the other half? <laughs> Corpus. <laughs> Just start doing Latin. All right. The only word I know in Latin, corpus. All right. So incantations and gestures, and then that's um so force is requires kick some ass, which is tough, right? No. For you it's gonna be weird. That's right. Oh thank God, because tough I am not tough. Wow. My ass could easily get kicked. Now what are you trying to do? Just blast the door open? Yes. Oh, okay. And I got a nine. Uh, that'll work, I believe. Um, let's see, on a nine? Well, it can't attack him back, so... Yeah, no. <laughs> no, but it's probably going to make a noise. It's going to be noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been injured be by a door before, so I don't know. <laughs> Pieces of it just, like, fly off and hit him in the face. I mean, they're on no, hinges. They could always fly back. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think I stood back enough, but it, it makes some sound, I think. Yeah, it most definitely makes some sound. As you you summon this ball of of just pure what appear it's not darkness, it's absence. It's like absence. It is it is just an absence of mater- absence of material. Not an absence. Not an absence. <laughs> I'm hearing absence. <laughs> yeah. Ab- it- it's a black yeah. hole. It's a black yeah. hole. Yeah, it's a it's black a, hole. The word is singularity. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a little singularity <laughs> that you shoot out and it hits this door and just blasts it inward. Um, and yeah, it makes some noise. And the answer to your second investigative mystery question comes to instantaneous fruition as a creature... Sort of like the one you fought earlier, but probably about nine feet tall, uh, emerges from this space with, uh, but this, along with the spines and its massive claws and talons, uh, right above its eyes is a massive bone uh, proboscis. As uh, it stands in front of you, Close. and and Evelyn and Midas, uh, you Josh. see this this massive figure uh, emerge from this basement and tower over Chad. And I say, I say, hmm, I should have said Oshushasha instead of Hashushusha. 
That's where it went wrong. And this is where you take your damage. <laughs> no, um, no the, the damage was the noise. So now it's just regular oh old gosh. combat. So uh, uh, real, real quick, though, uh, um, what did the squirrel call it? Uh, twisted, the, the hunter. twisted hunter. Twisted sister. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, not twisted hunter. <laughs> this is actually Hisoka. It's fine. It's made of bubble gum and uh, bungee, whatever. Man, I screwed that up. Let's keep going. What was the first word that you even said? Oh, anyway. Nope, nope, nope. Go for it. You're now in combat. This giant monster is towering over your body. Twisted what? Twisted Hunter. Twisted Hunter. Okay. Because that's important right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't go first. I would go first. I think Midas reaches in his bag, and I want to have... Some kind of uh, like concussive grenade. I want to roll preparedness. Okay. So let's see how we do. Submit. Ooh, a 12, Ooh. baby. Yeah. So I want to reach in and find, you know, some sort of like uh, like a flashbang or something like that. And I'm just going to pull it out and be like, uh, hit the dick. And I throw it right in front of Chad. Uh, perfect. Um... <laughs> Do you want me to roll like an act under pressure for aim or something? No, you just chuck it and uh, you throw it and it explodes. But I am going to need Chad. You're going to need to roll an act under pressure. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, Um, Oh, okay. All right, you managed to cover your ears and shut your eyes as this this concussive grenade uh, goes off. Out of ten, this is not a. Uh, got a ten. Yeah, you got a ten. This is not uh, Chad's first rodeo when it comes to uh, Midas just chucking grenades <laughs> to fun. Probably true. Um. Uh, so you don't get any any uh, debuffs, and you watch as this creature reels um, from this from this hit. And uh, it's like now starting to like slam into the sides of this uh, of this like basement opening um, as it starts to uh, as it starts to like panic and attempt to like strike things. Um, so I, I think I uh, Midas starts to run towards the like house doors, not the cellar doors. And I'm just like those those are around the side of the house. You're basically at the back of the house. Yeah, they don't have like a patio door. Uh, I mean, yes, but it, it, it is a bit away from this. This is a, this is a, a small mansion. Yeah, that's so, fine. I'm just, I, uh, Midas isn't trying to fight a giant creature head on. He also wants to make sure that there's nobody in the house that could be endangered. So okay. he's like running inside and he's like, go, 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 go. Okay. So you're making your way towards the door. All right. Uh, Evelyn, what are you doing? Um, I think she picks up um, with the full intention of putting it back when she's done. <laughs> Uproots this sapling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Up- Uproots the sapling and uh, basically uses those split seconds to ask it to, you know, re- reorganize itself. Uh, like, do you to- mind? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think she would say, like, sorry for the temporary displacement here. Uh, you mind getting a little pointier? Um, 
Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> and uh, Chuck's Chuck's the thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you throw it. I assume that's a kick some ass. Uh, yep, that is a kick some ass. Yep. That's going to get me nine. But I did use magic earlier. Can I use my plus Ooh. one forward? Yep. Nice. That's going get, to get me up to a ten. Uh, and we all know what a ten does. Succeeds. Full success. Full success, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, What's your extra effect? I choose an extra effect. So I'm going to let's see here. Uh, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and suffer less, uh, you know, less uh, harm, and I'm gonna force them where I want them, which is to fall back into the uh, into the hole. So, so you can suffer less harm norm- or force them into the hole. You can't do both. Yeah. I get an extra effect on a on a 10 plus. Yeah, one extra effect. On top so of the one that I normally get. You, you don't, don't get, get an effect normally. normally. You just get the damage of your weapon. Yeah. yeah. You know, in all fairness, this is the first time that I'm, I'm playing this game. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh I finally God. made you guys characters that somehow like are not are not just absolutely badass. They're well, yeah. Like, so, in all fairness, in all fairness, like Danny rarely kicks some ass. I don't <laughs> you think you ever rolled kick some ass. Yeah, I don't know if you I have, have telekinesis. No, you don't roll kick some ass with telekinesis. Oh, so, okay. But either way, either way, you can You've either kick some ass. You can either suffer less harm or force them where you want them. I'll just, I'll force them where I want them to where, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll force where I want them. Uh, that's more interesting. And then, and then all, all my other, uh, I, I see here. Nope. That's the glitch. Oh, go. <laughs> no. All right. So you throw the spear and it, uh, it slams into this creature and sort of knocks it around as it starts to like stumble down these stairs. Um, but as it does, it's uh, as it's like spinning around, it's back is exposed towards you. And one of the spines in its back shoots out and it, it nails you, you get nailed again. And this one is, is larger. And this one is going to deal three harm. Oh, damn. It and does have like nice. clothes, right? Or, well, no, is that just me? It's magical clothes. You just you, yeah. Okay. Uh, you do have uh, armor as a acolyte. That's why uh, Dottie's so good. Even though she's not an acolyte, she's what is that? Is Dottie again? Yeah, divine. divine. Yep. So you have you have basically on, underneath a lot of your clothes, you keep this like wooden chainmail. It's like these interwoven vines. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, it is cool. heavy and it does make it hard to move, but you manage this. But it does still, uh, it does block some of this this blow. But you will take the two damage after armor. Yeah, got it burned down. I think um, as Luke, uh, not Lucas, sorry, as Midas sees this because he's like kind of running away from the fight. He like looks back and he's like, "What are you guys doing? Get away from there! Come on!" 
And he waves them towards him. Uh, Chad will not run towards uh, Midas. He will, in fact, step forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I, I, I say, hmm. Having difficulty with the incantation, so I'll just have to use the crystal. And, um, well, I don't know. I should probably confer with the DM you on this first. You can use the crystal or whatever you would like. I leave it up to your discretion. Right, What's because it says, it says in, um, where are we looking for? Foci, you need wands, staves, and other obvious props to focus. So in this case, I was kind of thinking of pulling out a piece of obsidian I just have in my pocket. Mm-hmm. That works fine for me. That's not and that will eliminate incantation. So I just have to do gestures where I will continue to do the Kamehameha pose. Um, and I will continue to use weird. Uh, I Chad uh, thinks this looks Chadwick rather thinks this looks rather ridiculous, but if necessary, yeah, that works better. I use the stone crystal magic. It's nineteen sixty nine, baby. Nineteen sixty nine, baby. All right, so. Are you using ball or uh, wall? I'll do wall, I guess. Okay, so perfect. Um, you summon this this wall of just uh, singularity, and it like clips some of this creature and just shears it off completely. Um, and you have made it so it's like almost semi translucent on your side, so you can kind of see in. Um, but, uh, it can't see you and you have created this sort of barrier between it. And as you do, it tries to, um, stab a spine through. And as it does, you watch is like the spine presses through this wall, but, um, so the wall is one armor, and his force could add either one harm or one armor to it. And it's it's plus one armor to a wall specifically as force. Yeah. And so it shears this this uh spine down to like almost a, like like a like a small needle that flies through and only deals one harm to you before armor. Which he yeah. has the one armor, so. Yes. So yeah, you don't take any damage. It like bounces off and like lands on the floor. <laughs> and like doing this, I say, I call this Event Horizon. And then I will back up a little bit to where um, um, Evelyn, is that her name? Yes. Is, <laughs> and Skewered. And I'm going to like kind of aside her, it's like, are you all right? You know, I've been better. Uh, ow. Oof. Oh, that stings. All right. Oh. Come with me. We got to get away from this thing. I think Midas has the right idea after all. I am the genius. Yes. <clears throat> so, as you guys do that, and as the wall's there, you guys run to the house and the door, and Midas, you get to the door, and the door's locked. I kick it open. Like, <laughs> there's a giant monster chasing us. Uh, roll me some kick some ash. You're not going to get any damage on it, but... Yeah, you mean act under pressure? 
Yeah, act under pressure. That is a better one for it. Yep. I got a nine. nine. The number of the day. Nine. <laughs> I mean, it is the most common. It's what makes, you know, the game more interesting. It's the most common role. Yep. Um, and Seven as you, as you kick it, as you kick it in and you uh, enter, um, you, <laughs> you kick it in, you enter and you go, all right, we're going to be free. And then you look and you see one of the smaller creatures that was, that you, uh, that you saw earlier um doing like uh doing dishes what yeah it's been modified and so it where its arms are have been moved into these very like uh tentacle like very much like look like octopus tentacles and it's doing dishes um and then it turns and it looks at you oh god i just wave i'm like uh maintenance So I get uh, that reference. And just as you do this, um, uh, Chad and uh, Evelyn, you guys slam, you guys basically like slam into Midas as you guys look and turn and see this, like it's in an apron doing dishes, this creature. Uh, I think I like raise my hands up like, you know, I'm not going to do, not, not going to hurt you kind of position. And I'm like, uh, hello, do you understand me? Uh, it reaches a tentacle out and nails you in the face. God uh, damn it. To harm. <laughs> it, I hit it the is, floor. It hurts. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it basically just sucker punches you in the jaw. God, you suck. Uh, stupid lizard octopus. Um, yeah, I don't have any armor, so I just hit the floor. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my beautiful face. Ouch. Oh. Debatable. Okay. All right, sorry. Well, try the front door. Sorry to bother you. And I'm going to, like, try and drag uh, Midas away. Uh, I think uh, you said they're doing dishes, right? Yeah. So I whip out my flamethrower, and I take a few steps back, and I let him have it. Go for it. Roll me some kids. Do you say, here... Let me dry the dishes. Oh. Uh, no, I say, uh, there's something on your apron. <laughs> it was flame. <laughs> I've heard of flame brulee, but this is taking it a little bit far. Uh, better. See. Yours is pretty good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. How do I do? Oh, 12. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, this is what Midas has been looking for all day. All these screw ups are just because he is not playing with his swing for a weak spot, and I got a 10. Okay. So uh, I take less damage uh, as my extra effect. And then I have precise strike. When you um, harm a monster, you can aim for a weak spot, which I think, you know, fire in your face is pretty good. Uh, and I can choose to, oh, and I inflict two extra harm. So, uh, so that is five harm from the flamethrower. You, um, I'm like, you, you turn this thing to ash. You open up this, like, it's weird. It's kind of like the cricket gun. Except, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Except as you pull it out, it, it releases basically this, like, it doesn't look like a flamethrower and like, it, like, it looks like a pure Bunsen burner flame. It is bright blue and super intense. And it just turns this creature to ash. 
Nice. Um, and I'm like and still holding my face. I'm like, oh god, stupid creatures! Why do we have to fight freaking creatures? Um, and as you as you do this, and that like the the flames start to settle, and there's some flames kind of like interspersed through the kitchen, rounding the corner. Uh, you all see, um, once again one of these sort of flesh uh, fleshling creatures. Um, and you realize that it descended from the uh, from no ascended from the basement stairs that you see that it is now sort of open from. That didn't make any sense, did it? Uh, no, it yeah, from the basement stairs. Yeah, it came up from the basement. Yeah, yep. stairs. Well, Chad, Chad, do the wall thing. Uh, how many walls am I supposed to make today? All the goddamn walls. Hurry up. Well, why don't I just make a house then? Again, Kamehameha, stone. How'd I do? Ten. Nice. I can make walls all day. I live in a mansion. So you summon this wall and it slams into it. And you watch as as it touches it, whatever touches it, just like sear, like it doesn't sear away. It just disappears. It's like it just got cut off cleanly as it sort of like falls back. And uh, like start shooting spines through the wall, but these smaller spines can't even make it through as uh, as you do this. But as you do this, you hear from outside the crashing of the creature that you had restrained earlier breaking free and now starting to move towards where you guys went. Uh, You're in the kitchen. You see that the kitchen opens up into a dining room, which then leads out into sort of a foyer. Um. And from the foyer, you can catch a glimpse of the front door. Um, how bad is uh, is mm. Evelyn hurting? Uh, three, three harm. Okay, so you're almost unstable. Um, yeah. I think uh, Midas. Well, is like, I do have an idea. Okay, uh, it's here. a little risky. Uh, I put my like Evelyn's arm over my shoulder to help her kind of like walk. Um, what's your idea? Well, here's my thought. Um, these things are coming from the basement. Why don't we just cut through this house and get straight to the point? Wait, do you mean going towards the killer creatures that have just skewered Evelyn? I think that's the source. And I, I pull out my gun and it's like, I think we'll find something a little bit less armored down there. Uh, okay, I have an idea. We have to get somewhere safe, though. Um, maybe you're right. I think Evelyn, Evelyn at that point shrugs you guys off because uh, uh, she doesn't need the, the help. That's, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, she, she looks at the thing speared through, I don't know, her abdomen or something. And she uh, 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 grips it, pulls it out, and uh, um, holds it up, kind of hold, holding her hand over over the wound. And she says, "Let's go get those sons of bitches." I feel like you guys haven't learned the training that we've been given. Humans plus monsters doesn't usually go well. That wasn't the training I got. The training I got was to protect my town. 
protected smart. Why? I thought you were smart. Okay, you guys go die. Evelyn, Evelyn uh, just sighs heavily and goes down the door, down the through the door into the basement. No, there's a creature right there in front of the door. Like it's just on the other side of the wall that uh, Chad made. Yeah, it. But there is probably a basement underneath us, and I do have force, and we do have a claw of collective power. We can just burrow through. Okay. Um, what was? What's your idea, Midas? Quick. I thought we could look before we leap. You know, a little more uh, intelligence. Look how. And I pull out uh, some sort of device um, and I'm going to use magic to see another place or time. Uh, I got a seven on my use magic roll. So I will, uh, what is it? One thing bar. Observe another place. And basically this thing, I'm imagining it's like a portable x-ray machine and it just lets me see through the floor. The effect, I think it's going to be short duration. Just whatever powers this, it only gives me, you know, quick, quick burst. Yeah. You know, um, this, this thing you call, it's like, it is like that. It's like an x-ray machine, but instead you call it the visibility um, uh, netigator. And it basically turns things invisible so you can look through them. Oh, that's thing fun. Is, thing is, Costs a lot of power. So you get about 30 seconds. Okay, um, look, look, look. Look around quickly. And I just spread it across the whole floor. <laughs> as you do that, you see in the basement, sort of in a, like on a pile of, they're not, they're not carcasses or anything. It's just like biomaterial, bio, biomaterial. It just kind of looks like, like hamburger meat and like some interspersings of little bone chips that are slowly just sort of connected together. Uh, and at the top of this pile, you see um, the top half of a man. His bottom half is sort of fused into this pile of like meat, like a, like the trunk of a tree. Oh, and uh, his eyes are closed. And the most notable thing is his, his head is just swollen massively it's like the size of a watermelon and you can see the veins just pulsing in it what do we recognize who he is or he's just kind of nondescript does he look uh, like byron uh you have uh chad you instantly recognize this as byron or what's left of him the other two you guys have never seen byron before um but you can tell from the the look on chad's face that this is probably the guy Okay, can I investigate a mystery? Sure. Roll it up. Okay. I got a 13, and my first question is, what can hurt it? So I have, like, what I've seen already, you know, my notes, and then also I have a vial of it. Uh, I think, you know, I'm just trying to deduce, like, what is it made of? That I that way I can kind of come up with some sort of solution. So you seen like kind of interacting with it you've seen that whatever this biomaterial is is normally it's pretty tough stuff i mean even with your flame it took about 30 seconds to kill this thing and yeah, that's, that's what i, I mean and i mean and that's really tough but you know that you've interacted with some things in the past and normally things that are like very very high biomass do not react well to any sort of chemical that yeah. it would be considered uh 
um like like a uh, bleach anti, like antibiotic substance yes byron what have you done this will not stand what's happened to you and i am going to take out my gem and try and use it to push through the floor so we can get to the basement go for it roll kick some ass but using weird Time to get weird and hear the pines of strangeness. Um, I think while he's doing that, I like drop the the invisilator or whatever, and I start going under the sink and looking for any sort of like uh, like high powered cleaning supplies. Uh, yeah, you actually you actually you don't, you don't have to to resolve it right now. I just want to let you know what I was doing. Okay. Well, I got a twelve, so. Uh, uh, yeah, you basically take your hand and form this this ball of force and just steer like a five foot hole in this floor. And you can look in now and see what you saw using Midas's device. Just uh, Byron in this position. Um, and as the floor kind of shears open, uh, he opens his eyes and they're just... Bloodshot isn't the word to use because there's no white left. It's just pure red. Uh, pure blood has filled up the ed- the the edges of his eyes as um, you see that creature that was uh, fighting from the inside now just slam into the back door, and it's uh, you see like its arms like extending out. And like trying to stab in through the wall, and he watches. He close. Uh, Byron closes his eyes and concentrates, and the flesh behind you of this creature starts to warp and shrink. What are you guys doing? In a good way? No, like more like it's changing forms, not it's getting weaker. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump down into the basement. What's okay. uh, what's Evelyn doing? She had, yeah, she had already gone towards the, the door. I mean, well, the, so you were heading, you're going to fight the little one head on. I mean, she didn't know you guys were about to blow a hole through the, the floor. So well, Evelyn, there, you're there's like a force wall in front of the door, right? Yeah, you're charging through. You see this wall of force that Chad put up that's kind of blocking this creature. And as you run through behind you, you watch as this hole gets blasted open in the floor. Are you still running towards the wall and the creature, or do you uh, watching? You see Chadwick jump into the hole. Do you follow after Chadwick, or what do you want to do? She just she kind of sighs and looks at the creature and says, "I'll deal with you later." And she turns around and jumps down through the hole. Okay, so you jump down through the hole, Midas. You're looking underneath this counter for anything that could be like a cleaning agent and you do you find um you find two massive bottles along with some smaller bottles of other things two massive bottles one filled with bleach and the other filled with ammonia perfect i guess maybe an act under pressure roll to like i want to put it together with my flamethrower so that my flamethrower will shoot uh shoot this essentially like a water gun but shoot out the um a high-powered so, stream of this ammonia. So for, 
all of you for for you that for all those that didn't take chemistry, uh, the mixture of ammonia and bleach is what has how you make mustard gas. And oh, so, God. and so, what I'm figuring you're doing is your war crime. You know, it's actually, <laughs> mustard, it's actually mustard seed, but that's fine. Um. Okay, then. Uh, no, mustard seed passing through a human body is what you use to get mustard gas. Uh, All right. The lowest form. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you can, you can use an. Uh, no, or like a act- sharp roll. Oh yeah, because yeah. my act under pressure is a sharp roll. For yeah, me. Uh, use an act under pressure to like modify this to shoot like streams of pure mustard gas. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh God, uh, I'm. Do I have any? Um, do I have any luck? This is definitely a luck worthy. Uh, I'll, I'll, for the sake of it, I'll say you each have one luck point, and I will give it to you. So you each have one luck to use. Okay, except, I'm using my luck. Except now Midas, who has used his one luck. Uh, yeah. So I think Midas is like tinkering, like furiously, uh, hiding. So I imagine that there's like a counter as you come in from the back door where the the sink and dishes was, and I'm ducked down behind it, hopefully out of view of this creature that just came in, and in front of the counters where they made a hole and jumped down, right? Yeah, that's a fairly accurate description of... Uh, okay, so I'm, like, under the sink, and I'm, like, tinkering with my flamethrower and these things to try and make this mustard gas shooter. Um, and also, I'm going to wet a bunch of rags and twist them up and then tie... Oops, sorry, bump my mic. Tie it around my, like, face like a gas mask. Okay. So, uh, Chad and Evelyn, you drop down and you hit the ground and instantly you realize that like, there's no more floor in this basement. It's all just part of this biomass. And it's, it's just, it's like walking, it's like walking in mud and you step down. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you realize kind of towards the edges that the, this biomass has like little streams of what would, instead of like, what would be like sweat. It's this black substance that are just sort of oozing out of it. And uh, as Byron looks at you both and lets out this inhuman screech as these three... What's it sound like? I'm not going to do it because I can't. <laughs> and I want to be able to speak for the rest of the week. But just assume that it's something just horrendous. Um, and... Uh, you watch as it raises these three massive, uh, f- like fleshy tentacles, and one is tipped with this, like a, a long bone spear. Uh, one is tipped with like a bunch of teeny spines, and the last one is just a regular, just this regular blunt force tentacle. But the end of it is just covered in what is, looks like bone. Uh, as uh, as they prepare to strike you guys, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, I think Evelyn. Evelyn. I mean, she's already been speared twice, so she knows what's coming. Create a wall. Go for it. Roll. Use uh, use your magic. <laughs> you have a very you're a very simple man. Well, in this case, like defense seems pretty important. I mean, 
It's funny how also it's working. Like this is the thing. Like uh, I just kept like, making walls and it kept working. Yep. Yeah, it's like that's so the is that thing. Like it's far like a place, or or you could also trap a specific creature, minion, or monster. Um, right now I just kind of whatever gives us the most defense. So for for this, the wall it's not actually it's not like using magic. It's a it's a combat magic, and basically it allows you to just kind of. Uh, make a barrier, so <laughs> it is kind of like bar and bar bar a a thing in from a place, but just more localized. Um, yeah. yeah, you do this and you summon this wall, and uh, it's here. Like you just hear as this like biomass just sort of disappears into it. As uh, it's uh, the creature starts to fire these spines, and they uh. They fly through this barrier, but get whittled down by just the sheer the sheer disintegrating power of this event horizon. And uh, you take um, you only take one uh, one damage as these spears sort of fly at you, and that is before armor. So it won't cut for my magic clothing. Nope. Right. Now. All right. And I will say it's like um, what's this guy's name again? Byron. Byron. Byron, let me give you a short physics lesson. You can't pass through an event horizon and live. Don't try. All right. Uh, so, Evelyn, what are you doing? Evelyn, you should definitely make a note about how evil he sounds. I'm trying to be Batman, yeah. not evil. Give me a break here. She definitely says, like, there you go again with the evil. I mean... I understand it's not the best time. Oh, something's I'm being happening authoritative now. here. Um, I think, uh, yeah, uh, Evelyn will. Uh, oh, where'd my screen go? Evelyn will uh, um, definitely take a uh, uh, kind of defensive stance and uh, just be ready to dodge. Because, like I said, she uh, she's already got speared twice, so. Um, so you ready yourself, and I'll say that gives you, uh, that gives you one additional armor against incoming attacks, and as this happens, it launches this, like, it extends this tentacle with this massive, um, bone spear, and it goes to slam into you, and you manage to just, uh, sort of shift and just, uh, dodge the attack as the, the spear slams into the, the wall behind you as it is just starting to bleed furiously. From uh from this tentacle, as the outside of its flesh has just been sheared away by this wall of force. Ugh. All right. So, uh, next is going to be Midas. Uh, I think with that, Midas jumps over the uh, the counter and like slides down into the hole. Um, and uh, I want to like try and spray this gun at the creature as I'm like coming down. Absolutely. Uh, Romier kicks some ass. Not to hit us as well with your Geneva Convention oh. weapon. Oh, God. I got a six. Mm. I'm going to yeah. hurt my ankle or something. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you, you spray this cloud out, but it's an aerosol, and so oh, it's a God. cloud. And nice. so you basically fly through it yourself. And, uh, you hit but the I ground. did make a mask. Yeah, you hit the ground, 
um, and your skin is on fire and your <laughs> eyes are on fire, <laughs> but your mouth is fine. <laughs> um, take uh, take two damage. Great. Okay, that hurt. Yeah, I like hit the ground. I like instead of hitting it in any kind of cool way, like after it hits my face, I just kind of like crumple and then literally fall in front of the two of them, like in the fetal position. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, god, basically, oh, basically oh. pepper sprayed by a by a war crime. So you oh are not gosh. doing. You're not doing great. Don't try um, this at home, kids. Yes, <laughs> please do not try this at home. Um, it's in fact illegal to try this at home. <laughs> Um, and so that's going to bring us back up to Chad. Chad, you have this wall summoned and you're holding it. Um, and this creature is just slamming its, uh, its arms against it, sort of taking damage. But it's, it's starting to slow down and stop as it's starting to be more analytical in its thinking. So you notice that it is very much starting to, to chill a bit. Mm, I can't allow that. Uh, it's time to get out incantations again. We're going to use ball. <laughs> so I'm going to use ball this time. Can he keep the wall up while he's using ball? Or it's like two separate things like that takes the place of or something? I will say it takes it's going to have to take the place of. Well, I mean, at this point, I think we kind of. He won't see it coming, you know. Oh, you <laughs> thought we were going to settle for three, but we went down and got the shot instead. Went for the layup. <laughs> Good. Or the sports ball. Uh, metaphors? Well, I'm getting know. a hold of it. So I put away the stone and I make the Kamehameha gesture and I say, <laughs> And uh, uh, Isaac, how's it go? Uh, you launch this uh, this ball of of uh, singularity out, and it expands and just vaporizes a massive portion of it. And this thing just starts flailing, screaming. Uh, the wall does fade, though. And, What's the extra uh, effect? Yeah, what? Ex- well, okay. uh, damage probably because I want to get this fight over with sooner rather than later. Okay, you'll still take harm. Remember, you take harm. Anytime you're within range of the monster. Yeah. All right. That's going to happen. I think I've been yep. escaping harm so far, so a little bit of harm. Yeah. So you're going to do terrible harm and add plus one? Mm-hmm. Oh, so heck like yeah. Three, so, three harm. Three harm. Yeah. You you slam into the... And this ball like uh, cuts a massive chunk out of this. And uh, as it does, it swings this uh, this bone... Uh, club around and just nails you in the side for two damage. Uh, I need you to make me an act under pressure roll real quick. Oh, 12. You, you roll out of the way. Um, <laughs> you're like, combat training, combat training, combat training. Yeah, you're all your combat training to bed for this. Completely paid off. You pull a full Batman and you don't roll under it. You leap and sort of arch your back and just to just backflip. fly over it. Yes, just black backflip over this this tentacle, which slams into the, the wall of this basement, shaking the manner of this foundation as you land on your feet completely fine. 
And right. I say to it in like kind of gritted pain, and that move is called the Quasar. <laughs> he is completely bullshitting. I don't think that's how Quasars work, but so, sounds good. So okay. uh, next is going to be Evelyn. Well, what is Evelyn right. doing? Besides just laughing to herself about the Quasar thing, uh, um, she, uh, yeah, she's, I think she sees, you know, she sees this impressive display of uh, dexterity um, and uh, gets out her silver knife and kind of tosses it in the air as she, like, goes forward to slice at the tentacle uh, that we say it got stuck in the, the wall. Yeah, exactly. But an eight. <laughs> All right, so you deal damage to each other. And this right. is where Evelyn dies. <laughs> uh, so uh, you stab this thing in the the tentacle, and it screeches again. It's it's starting to it's starting to slow down a little bit. So that's one harm for that hand knife. So uh, you watch as it raises up the, its second tentacle and fires some spines, the bane of Evelyn's existence. Gosh, poor Evelyn. Uh, as they, as like, they're, they're much, uh, these are much smaller and finer, but there's more of them. Uh, you take two damage. And that's All right. before armor. Oh, you do have one armor. Yeah. She is unstable, though. Yep, so is uh, Midas. So, yeah. so uh, next is going to be Midas. Yep. Okay. So what I'd like to do is I'm laying on the ground in the fetal position. But uh, so what I want to do is just take my noisy cricket flamethrower and just shove it right into the floor, like blast it into its own veins with this uh, with this concoction of bleach. All right. You know, I'll give you the act under I'll give you the act under pressure, but I will say it will probably also deal damage to you. So okay. I I like this not being like a traditional like you are punching the heck out of guy. It's not based on like tough. Yeah. Well, I did act under pressure. I got a fifteen. I'm injecting okay. the hell out of it with everything that's in these bottles, basically. Okay. So I will say that because it is weak, to, it is weak to this. It's going to do one additional damage, and it will have the same effect as your flamethrower. Okay. And then I'm also going to roll uh, the. Precise strike move, which is when you use an enemy's weakness. And hopefully okay. it doesn't suck. Okay, I got a seven. On a seven, you inflict plus one harm. On a miss, you leave yourself open. So I don't take more harm. So I do four total damage. No, five. Five, damage. five total damage. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you inject this thing with this concoction, and you watch as it just burns through this, this creature. Just all like the stuff that was like the black ichor just like yellows and decays and the flesh just yellows and decays. This thing hates whatever this is. Um, this concoction of ammonia and bleach. And it fills up this this like a whole this whole tentacle that got buried into the wall and the tentacle just falls off. You have nice. effectively taken one of its weapons away and that's five damage. Okay. It is yeah. not looking good. You see like Byron, the, like his face, he like he looks to be like fading in and out of consciousness, and like sweat is just pouring down his face. So, all right, next is going to be Chad. Um, I guess we're going to do some more 
some more incantations and balls. <laughs> it, this is like quick strike thinking. We can no longer just rely on three pointers. We're just going to have to make a bunch of layups. Uh, I love the basketball metaphors that I, I'm sure that I don't know if anyone besides me will get them. <laughs> it's all for you, Isaac. Thank you. I love, I always enjoy the appreciation. Thank you. Um, yeah. Also, I'm doing pretty well with this. Still saying, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm getting my groove down, so I hit him with uh, ball 10. You do. He gets quasared again. You watch as you, you're moving around, you're dodging, and you see this opening, this perfect opening where, where this, the, this tentacle that has like the bone spirit kind of been in front of Byron sort of guarding him, and it moves just perfectly. And you shoot this ball out, and you watch as it flies and just flies through Byron's chest and just leaves a hole right where his heart would be. And you watch as this this whole creature just goes limp and starts to dissolve, turning into this black icker. And you guys, you guys had started to notice that the the creatures, um, the creature from outside was like uh, starting to like worm its way down through the hole, and the other one had like broken through the basement stairs and was charging towards you guys. And you watch as these things go like ragdoll and just start to dissolve too. As and, in about, okay, who uh, was gonna? Oh, but as that's happening, I pull out my old revolver, uh, something that's belonged uh, to the Woodmore family since uh, Woodmore the first, and I point it at the head of the creature as it's going. It's like making our taking our rivalry of our families over this town, over the welfare of this town. That's unforgivable. And I just put off a rather pointless shot through his head as he's done. Yeah. And you watch as you, you put the shot through his head and the, uh, his swollen head just starts to leak this black ichor um, is in probably about a minute. Uh, you're left with the the mutated corpse of uh, Byron Penglass and nothing else other than a pile of dust. Is everybody all right? <coughs> yes, that was very dramatic, Chad. Great, perfect, great job. <laughs> don't uh, don't breathe. Whatever's in here, oh, man. What did you do? Uh, you know, mustard gas is deadly to flesh. Uh, isn't that a war crime? Uh, only if you're using it on people, I would imagine. Uh, what about you, Evelyn? Oh, I hate spines. <laughs> Don't you have one? Not if I could help it, but... Oof. Oh, goodness gracious me. All right, well, what happened I, here? I I don't know. Can I investigate a mystery? Actually, I have one hold left from my 13 earlier. Yep. Uh, I want to, yeah, what happened here? Or maybe right. what, what was being concealed here? Okay. 
So you guys take some time, bandage Evelyn and Midas up, uh, Chad too, and you guys are searching for the house, and you find uh, up in Byron's office um, a small carved wooden box, um, and inside is this decanter, and um, on uh, on a small this card written the solution to your problems. And uh, you see below it, it is signed with just a triangle. Just an, uh, actually an upside down triangle. The camera pulls back as you three sit on a now safe concert ground, relaxing on the hood of Evelyn's VW uh, uh, van. Volkswagen van tricked out in hood. It's straight up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're sitting on top, on top. We're on the roof. She built a platform. Yeah. Yeah, You're chilling on the roof. You've got whatever drink of choice in your hand and you just sit and relax as the crowd sways and listens to the music echoing through this open fairgrounds as the sun sets behind the main stage and as fireworks go off at the end of the best song of the night, and you all see that these people of Pine Forge and of everywhere else are safe and happy because you protected them. Wonder whatever happened to Roger. <laughs> um, I think, uh, like, as the camera's pulling out away from us, Midas has that box, and he's looking at this uh this decanter and writing notes all right so that is the end of the live stream i hope people enjoyed themselves uh this is the kickstarter for season two well that's it for this episode of strangers in the pines don't forget to check us out on social media at the rpg empire have an awesome day and play on